you made your pick yet? You survived with the Lions. You looked at it yet? I haven't looked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't looked. Let's it see. all get because you know it. It will all get refreshed after tonight's game. Yep. But I have not looked at the schedule, anyways. And by the time I so look let's here, take it. So none of the Thanksgiving Day games are interesting. Packers Lions. You don't. You just took the Lions, so you can't do that. You're not going to take the Packers. Yeah, how many years on? You taking the Cowboys yet? I think I have taken. Okay. Do you know how many years on Thanksgiving I've demolished? Why do I have to watch the Lions? It's the first year where I'm okay. I'm okay. They're exciting. I'm They're, right to they, watch they them. They score a lot of points. Yep. Uh, Niners and Seahawks, that's a stay away. There's a Friday night game, Black Friday game, by the way, which is exciting. Mm. Uh, it shouldn't say Friday night. It's at noon. Dolphins and Jets. Have you taken the Dolphins? I'll tell you right now who I've taken, who I have left. I got I to gotta find the screen here. Give me give me okay. a couple minutes. I'll come back to you and I'll, I'll show. Or that, I'll, that could I'll, be I'll interesting. That could be interesting. And then the rest of them are all kind of piled up here in the same kind of – have you taken the Rams? No. <laughs> Got the Cardinals. They could lose that game. Yeah, that, that's, that's – Chiefs, Raiders. Have you Arizona. taken the Chiefs? I've taken the Chiefs. All right. Eagles, Bills. I think Jacksonville was the other team that I hadn't taken. Oh, you know, you know, actually the other team I you think know. I mentioned too. I think I take Philly at. Oh. If you remember – I was talking to you about it. That that's one of the so, ones that I have not taken. Here's a yet. tricky one. They're at home. They're playing a team that's one game over 500. But I don't know if you want that. It's the Bills. Because Josh Allen could just have one of those days, right? Sure. He could have one of those days where he throws four touchdown passes, runs for another, and you're out. Right? Yeah, I'm trying to think here. If if I'm forced to do it, then that might be the best of the options available. All right. So forced to do it. Is that what the Lakers are? Are the Lakers forced to play LeBron James the way that they're using him right now? Because he was terrific last night. Just, I mean, never mind the qualifier of here's a guy in his 21st year, a guy that's closing in on 39 years old, and all of the other things that we know about LeBron. He's just one of the best players in the league so far this Period. year. Period. Mm-hmm. Regardless of circumstance. But the circumstance is what I think has you worried and me worried. The, the 2024 Lakers – Cannot be LeBron's just got to go out there and be a dude every night and hope that AD's really good too and whatever else happens after that. The whole plan from the beginning of the season was the opposite of that. Hey, let's build a team around these guys so they can have a slightly easier path during the regular season. We can still win games. It just hasn't happened. And if LeBron's not great, they don't win. I, so I, there's a couple things that I, I look at, and there's a quote here that I want to read from Austin Reeves yesterday. He said, if Braun plays like this, we want him to play 48 minutes. Awesome. Don't no, say that. You, no, you don't. Don't say I, that. Don't give anybody any ideas. Yeah, Reeves, don't say that. Don't say that. Um, remember how we were talking about should the Lakers go get a third star? And the idea is, no, no, no. They don't need a third star. You got to have role players. Have a team. These Have a team. If they're going to be this dependent on him – to play 40 minutes, 35 minutes a game, something along those lines, and the and the role players are going to be this inconsistent, then I'm more open to listening to, well, what do you have in mind? Yeah. Because I don't believe, and I love what you said there. You're like, look, let me stop for a second. I'm not discrediting what the man is doing. This no. is unbelievable. It's unreal. But when the expectations for the Lakers are not, hey, let's just watch LeBron play great basketball, there was a time in Kobe's career where you kind of said to yourself, all right, this is it. Let him do his thing, whatever you can do. Winning and losing did not matter. This year, you're supposed to be top five in the NBA. 
You're supposed to be top three in the Western Conference. You're supposed to come off of the Western Conference Finals and compete. Everybody wants to see that. They're 8-6. and six. They got a couple easy games coming up. Well, at least one tomorrow and a tough one against Dallas, I think. I don't really know what Dallas is. They could be 10-6. and six. I'd say that's a, good, that's a really good start for the Lakers. Yep. The issue starts becoming, Trev, look at this. You know, I, I went on ESPN, and I'm looking at Bron is averaging 34.4 minutes per game, okay? These are all the players that are playing less, than, less minutes than LeBron James per game. Joel Embiid. Devin Booker, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Jalen Brown, Jimmy Butler, LaMelo Ball, Pascal Siakam, Dame, Carl Anthony Towns, Steph Curry, Paulo Banchero, super young. I'm, I'm just showing you guys that are A, franchise players, and B, players that are younger players in the NBA. Bron's the oldest player in the NBA. I, sometimes I, I, I take a step back after that Blazer game, take a step back after the Rockets game and say, this is unbelievable. But I, I keep coming back to this also is not how – this is not the recipe to win. For the Lakers to be standing there in April where, where you kind of got the playoff standings all set, you those last couple of weeks is get ready for the playoffs. How do we get to February? That That's my only concern here is – if these other guys are so wildly inconsistent and Braun has to do this for a one-point win against the Rockets in November. That's the thing. At home? Yeah. And they got lucky to win yesterday's game. It's not a one-point win against the Nuggets where Jokic had a night and you just needed your best guy to be better than their best guy. On the road. Uh, right. This is the Rockets, at best, are a middle-of-the-road team. Yeah. Right. They're better than I think anybody thought they would be. They're actually not a bad team. They're not a bad team. But, but even th- if they're a seventh or eighth team in the playoffs, that would be an unbelievable year for them. This is a perfect example of the thing that I say fairly regularly. Two things can be true at the same time that are that don't make any sense. This is awesome, what he's able to do, and they need to find something different. <laughs> that this is what he's doing at this point in his career, at this point, is remarkable beyond anything that I can even compare it to because Mm -hmm. like you said oldest player in the league they need to find a different way to win games because if this is the only way they can win games they're not going anywhere it just won't work it just could that be the reality that this is the only way it may be but if that is the reality then it comes back to the other thing that you're talking about (laughs) you got to find a new way or then I guess we just kind of go like you said about Kobe a minute ago Mm mm-hmm are we in that point? It's just like, look, let's just enjoy it on the nights he goes out there and does his thing. Just enjoy that because they're not really going anywhere. And I don't think that's true. I do think that LeBron, Davis, and a good supporting cast is a dangerous playoff team. I just don't think they can get into the playoffs where they need to be if you've got to burn him like this. If you've got to, it's such heavy, heavy usage. Once in a while, if you did this. Three times a month, four times a month. Okay, cool. You can't do it three times a week. And that's what they're doing. They're doing it three times a week, and they're beating the Rockets by one. They're in a tight game with the Portland Trailblazers. And you have you need A-plus LeBron to do it. There is no end game of this that's satisfying to anybody. I think I will say this. I think there are a lot of Laker fans that are kind of speaking the same tune, right? That they are They understand – 
what's happening. You want to stack up W's when you can. You want to feel good about, okay, hey, Lakers got to win. They lost last game by the Rockets against the Rockets by 34, but they also understand. And if we all get it, then I could only imagine what's happening then in that Lakers facility of then saying to themselves, unless Rui's more consistent, D'Lo's more consistent, Reeves is more consistent, Christian Wood, Torian Prince, Cam Reddish, all these guys, unless they're all consistent – how do you get to February? And I keep, you know, listen, I'm not talking about, just think about how much basketball is left. You got the rest of November. You're going to have 15 to 17 games coming up in December, 15 to 17 games in January. To get to February is a haul in this Lakers sure season, right? Is. Then you get that all-star break where everybody gets a second to like, okay, let's take a deep breath. You still got 25 games after that. You see what I'm saying? That, that, that that's the part that I think is, is I'm tough go back to balance. To you said a second ago about how you know they got to get more consistency out of this guy, that guy, or the other guy. Guys like D'Angelo Russell, guys like Rui, guy you know Vanderbilt, and 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 these other guys. The reason they are who they are in this league is because They're they inconsistent. aren't consistent. Yeah. Like what what makes what makes a star a star is mm-hmm. that the floor is very high. The, the the it's the NBA. Anybody can go off, right? D'Angelo, if D'Angelo Russell in the next game had forty, you'd be like, wow, D'Angelo had a great night. But you wouldn't be knock you over with a feather, shocked. But his floor is much lower than a star player, right? So you're going to get these wild fluctuations. The one that I thought that the floor might be a little higher than it's been so far, at least, is Reeves. Mm-hmm. Re- Reeves is the one that. I know what I'm going to get with D'Angelo, and, and and by that I mean I don't exactly know what it's going to be on any given night with Rui, with these other guys, with a player like Gabe Vincent when he comes back. You're kind of just going to have to kind of ride the waves with these guys. Reeves, I thought, was going to be a little bit more of a consistent force and a consistent presence in what he's done, and he's been all over the map. So I think you give him a little bit more time to figure out what it is that he's going to do in that third player role, that third best player role, because if this is what he is, kind of up, down, you know, you're never quite sure what it's going to be, then you got to ask yourself very difficult, do we need to go find a different third best player? Yeah, they, they caught up. I will say this. Last night's game was actually a perfect example. There's a lot of times Reeves last year was able to – I could go get myself a bucket. Now it seems like there's a dude in front of him every time – Almost seems like a hair slower. It's on the game plan. It's almost a hair slower. And just that hair, just that little piece of being slower changes everything. He didn't have a bad game yesterday, but I think, like you said, he's going to have a good game. It's a bad game. I got one for you. What's more likely, and we can do this on the other side, Okay, that they add somebody that's a difference maker or that the floor on their role players comes up a little bit? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. 
Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. So I'm trying to, I'm, I'm, I got a little Mason text going on here. I'm trying to figure out who Jack has left in the pick as well. Because mm-hmm. we're, uh, or Juan, I should say, we're, we're trying to get down to the last two people that we know here at the station. Because this pool is a very non seven ten thing that Ireland looped us yeah, it's into like a it. Hundred and thirty people, yeah. something like that. Have you uh have you kind of thought a little bit about winning? Like what you'll do, or you still kinda of, eh, if it happens, it happens. I think still it's a on few the, hundred it, it's more than a few hundred bucks. Okay, here's the thing. I don't I have no idea how much money it is, number one. And I haven't really kind of done the math. I've been more worried. I've been more worried about our weekly picks that have nothing to do with anything (laughs) and you don't get anything for it. (laughs) I've been more concerned about those. Concerned about the dinner. Well, look, I I I need to start getting going on our on our uh show picks because i'm you were there for a while it's the same come on man we've been doing this three years now it's the same thing i start hot yeah i'm terrible through the middle of the year and then i get hot at the end look what happened we've done this two years now it's a third year one year i won the regular season you won the playoffs the next year mm, okay now think about it a little (laughs) more one year i won the regular season you won the playoffs the next year you won the regular season i won the playoffs and then we're at this year where both you it's and I are match. nowhere. But my my path is like the first two or three weeks, I'm like doing pretty well. And then I have like a 10-week lull, which is put, <laughs> puts us right about right now. You know what? And then you start hitting it. Now that SC's done, I I got SC. SC played 12 games. I got them right once. One time. I went 1-11 against the spread. You took, you took SC on this one too? I did because everybody else had uh, UCLA, so I just kind of went the other direction. No, I think you won this one. No, I did not. Because I, I took I, I took SC. You were the only other one. The other two. Okay. Had, All yeah. right. Got it. Got so it. no, Emily had you say anyway. I could not get. I pick against him. They'd cover. <laughs> I'd I'd pick with them. They'd they'd lose. I could not get them right all season long. Um, let's go back to the Lakers for a sec. So LeBron's been great. If we just LeBron's been a a plus right so far this season. Anthony Davis has been a a minus probably. Is yeah. that fair? Yeah, okay. I think it is. So that's it's about the best you could hope for. Mm-hmm. The rest of it, not what you would hope for. Really, kind of across the board. There's been some and they've highs. been available. They've been I think available. Each guy's only missed one game for sure. So what happens next? Do they need to go find another A or A minus or maybe a B plus guy, or do they just have to cross their fingers and hope that Reeves and Rui and yep. D'Lo yep. and 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 you know. Uh, Vincent and any of these other players, Vando and whoever it is that they just find some level of performance that you can count on game in and game Here, out. Here's the only thing the Lakers got going for them, I think, right now. They don't have to make a decision on this today. So I think to answer your question, but let me play it out for you. Let's say that a month from now, we're at December 20th and it's still the same script. Okay. Let's say one month after that, January 20th, we're still at the same script. 
I don't think you have a choice. Let me stop you right there. Yeah. Do you even think you can get two months from now and it's still the same thing? Like, do you think no, LeBron will no. last another two months doing this? I don't. No, I, I don't either. Um, I just don't okay, think it's let's physically short, possible. What about another month? What's today? The 20th? Yeah. December 20th. Is LeBron mm-hmm. still playing 36 minutes a night and carrying the water every single night if they're going to win? In a month, I think he could still be doing it. But again, all you're doing is just setting yourself up. If I, I think if you're – if if the, the gas tank is full all the way and now you're a month into the season – You've been driving around. You're driving every single day. It's not still full. It's just not, right? And you're not filling back up. There is no fill back up. The only fill back up is if you're out for a week or if you're out for – Which they can't afford. Or if you're out for a month or whatever the case is. So, But but if I play out your scenario that you're saying, if this stays as is – and listen, Vanderbilt's going to eventually come back. We'll see how much of an impact. Gabe Vincent's going to eventually come back. We'll see how much of an impact. But if it stays like this – Aren't you left with no choice but to go make a trade at the trade deadline to go try to get some help on a night in night out basis? Because if the way the Lakers are one month into the season at eight and six and how they had to grind to just get to eight and six, how are you taking that into a playoff series, a deep playoff run? I don't think you can. And that's not even counting getting through the regular season. I think that's the thing we keep talking about. You're just trying to get to the postseason because at least when you get to the postseason, less travel, you get opportunities to rest more, everything else. But our issue is more how to do with how do you get to that point? So to to just answer your question, if it stays like this, I think you have to go make a move. And I'm not the one that wants to go make a move. I, I like the depth. But I think ultimately what it's going to come down to, are these guys there enough to help out and take the load off? So I like the depth too, as long as the depth is providing depth <laughs> you know what i mean like it's one thing to have depth and say oh we got these guys we go down to the you know 10th 11th guy on the roster okay cool are they winning games no then you don't have any depth you have guys that can play but they're not performing at the level that you need them to it, it's funny because if let's just say what you saw last night okay. and what you saw in portland and what we've seen for the vast majority of the eight games that they've won if you're winning games by narrow margins and LeBron's awesome and AD's really, really good and it's in the playoffs, you're like, this is what we set this up for. Get LeBron 38 minutes, 40 minutes, 42 minutes, 44. Go, go, go. This is is what we've been playing the last five months to get to this point to say, go, go, go. It's November. Yeah, that's the problem. That that that's the, that if this were the result and say, listen, hey, Reeves is kind of all over the place. You never know what Daniel like. What we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. But LeBron's amazing. AD's amazing. You'd be like, hey, I like my chances. If those two guys keep doing that, I like my chances there. But that can't be the program now. <laughs> the, the program that can't be the program in November. There has to be an alternate program that that depth that we're talking about. It's because it's not just depth to be in the. Re- you got to play well. Mm-hmm. That's depth. Right now, they have bodies. They have mm-hmm. guys that show up, and one night, one guy's okay, another guy, another guy's not, and you're kind of not quite sure what you're going to get. That depth needs to be usable depth, winning depth, to take some of this stuff off these so guys' plates. I, I think there was also layers to the depth. I thought there was. You got LeBron and Anthony Davis, and then you said, okay, you got role players. They're not all bunched together. Cam Reddish does not have the same expectations as Austin Reeves. Correct. Torian Prince does not have the same expectations of D'Angelo Russell. Correct. So that 
there's also layers to your role players. The way it was supposed to be is D'Lo, Austin Reeves, and and Rui Hachimura are the three guys that got paid in the offseason. Fellas, they need two or three they need two out of those three on a night in, night out basis to kind of hey, just, you know, keep that engine going. Those players, uh, let me use D'Angelo as a good example. And people are going to say, oh, you're always hating on D'Lo. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Let me use D'Angelo Russell. On it, it's a good example. <laughs> D'Angelo Russell. You should. Last night. <laughs> D'Angelo Russell last night is a good example. He was, they didn't play him. He played 24 minutes. He, was, he had no impact on the game. But there's going to be nights where D'Lo has, has the stats. Yeah. But then I'll ask the question of, when did those stats happen? Are mm-hmm. they coming at the end of the game? Is D'Angelo Russell one of those players that Darvin Ham looks at and says, fellas, when push comes to shove, I got to have D'Lo in at the end of the games? The answer is no. Of course not. Because go watch all these different Laker games, whether last year or this year, there's a lot of times D'Lo's not in at the end of the game, which says a lot. The reason why I use him as an example is because we can't just broadly stroke all these guys are role players. They're not all created equal. No, they're not. D'Lo, Austin Reeves, and and Rui Hachimura were the ones that got paid this offseason to be the players that you can depend on more. If Torian Prince has a bad night, I'll be honest, I'm not expecting that much from Torian. If Cam Reddish struggles from the field, I'm not expecting that much from Cam Reddish. But those three players, you need them. At least two, two of those three need to show up more. I, I, I think... That's kind of where I am because D'Angelo Russell, your frustrations, this kind of comes back to what we're talking about with Anthony Davis, but on a much different level. Anthony Davis is is a much better player yeah, than I, D'Angelo I, I Russell. I know what you mean. Yeah. But it's just one of those, hey, listen, he's been in the league a long time now. This is this is who he is, right? He's not – there's like the MVP tier. There's what? Eight of those, maybe, probably less. There's the consistent all-star tier, which is probably another 10 or 12 or 15 guys. Then there are guys that can have a night, and and I think he's in that group. But he's also a guy that can drop into the next group, which is just he's on a team and something's got to happen. I don't I don't really hold his inconsistencies against him because I've just come to expect them. Same thing with Rui, right? That Rui is a guy, and over the course of his career, has been kind of an inconsistent performer. There are highs, there are lows, and that's just what it is. His biggest performance was this last playoff First, run. No, no question, and that's about what it. he got paid for. Not but, not for what he's done. But through. that's not his fault, and that shouldn't necessarily change the expectation. Like, what do you do? Just because you were good for a month or a month and a half doesn't mean that that's who you are now. It means you were good for a month and a half. Mm-hmm. You got paid on the month and a half. Good for you. The Reeves one is the one that I'm having the most trouble figuring out because. This did not feel like a, hey, he had a good month. This felt like he's a really good player. An important player. An important mm-hmm. player. And so far, he's been more of the other thing where it's just been inconsistent. There are moments where he's been looks like himself, but there have been moments like, that's not the guy that we thought we were going to get. Hmm. And I think it kind of turns on him to a, a, a great degree because if he were the guy that you got last year, and by the time he got put into the starting lineup, by the time he got into the postseason, he was like, if that guy were the guy you got every night, it's a different team. It, it just it just softens the load on LeBron by this much. It softens the load on AD by this much. You can put him in certain situations and feel really comfortable, good that you're going to get the baseline performance. And you really haven't with him this year. There's been some good, but there's been some not so good either. He's the one that I'm still trying to figure out which of those groups do you go in. 
Are you the guy that I just don't really know? If you give me a good one, cool, I'll take it. But you might give me a clunker a couple yeah. of nights later. That's kind of D'Lo. And, and, and he's not supposed to be, right? The no. Reeves one is not supposed to be. Can I go back to something you said about Rui that I almost feel like you were saying it's not his fault that he got that, that the three years 51. Mm-hmm. But when you get the three years 51, naturally it does change the expectations. I like. I know what it Rui, changes the expectations. Al, I agree with you because but it he's getting paid. Yeah, but it doesn't change who he is as a player. Mm-hmm. He is he's the same player. Like I, from the fans, coaching owners, like, hey, I'm paying you this. I need you to come up to this. But Rui, the player, is still Rui, the player. Can I can I give you an example? It's not the best, but do you know how many times with Russell Westbrook when he was with the Lakers? It's this guy is making this much money, even though he's not that player anymore, even though he was on a team where those stats are not going to be the same for when he's playing with Oklahoma by himself, whatever the case is. But I feel like the money portion of it does come into play. That feels lazy to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I get it and I and I hear it too, but it's like, okay, he's that's the money he makes, but that's not the player he is. Like this was a, well, he's making 45 million, whatever the number was, was 45, 48, something like that. Something Maybe like, 47. It's a lot. Yeah. And it's like, why doesn't he do this? Because that's not what he does. He's mm-hmm. never done it. Just because he makes a lot of money doesn't mean he's like, well, I'll just do this. It's, you kind of have to understand who they are and then decide, I'm going to pay you for what you are and can I do it? Russ is an extreme example I know. because I know he makes is. so much money. Not anymore. But this, this, this is, okay, if you're paying D'Angelo Russell, you can't expect him not to be D'Angelo Russell, and and he and he has been. He hasn't been any better or worse than he's been for the, the better part. He's just kind of D'Angelo. There are some really cool moments, and there's some like, what the heck's he doing out there? Or they it's come in, or is. they come in when it doesn't matter. Empty empty uh, calories. Do you know what Russ's contract is right now? It's like seven million, something like that. Two years, seven point eight million. That's what it is. So he's three point nine a year. It's a bargain. And look, I get that his performances are actually pretty consistent. He kind of gives you the same thing yeah. over and over because he's just a maniac. And I mean that as a compliment. Sure, he's sure. just going out there going a billion miles an hour. Hot or cold coming up next is Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hey, if you get hurt in an accident, call Sweet James. 1-800-9-MILLION. You know the number by now. Say it with me. 1-800-900-0000. That's the number you call when you're looking for expertise. Decades of experience at Sweet James. That's the number you call when you're looking for somebody that understands the insurance companies. That's Sweet James. Used to work for the insurance companies. You call Sweet James when you want somebody that has a winning record. They win 98% of the time when they go to trial. They have over 500 trials under their belt. This is what I'm talking about. These are the cases that can change your life. If you're hurt in an accident, car accident, truck accident, motorcycle accident, dog bite, Call Sweet James. Get the justice that you deserve, not the settlement that the insurance company is offering. Make sure that you get the best on your side. Make sure that you call Sweet James. 1-800-9-MILLION. 1-800-900-0000 and SweetJames.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. So, Slee, it, Chip Kelly did not get off the hot seat just because he beat SC, right? Let, let, let's start right there. The Chip Kelly has been at UCLA for a minute now. He's almost exactly 500 in his career. I believe he's one game over 500 in the time that he's been here. I think it's 34 and 33 or 33 and 32, something like that. Winning one game against your crosstown rival doesn't save him, right? They, they, this is a bad football program that has not looked good since he's gotten there. Okay, can I ask you a question? Because I guess the question on Chip Kelly is, let's say you get rid of Chip Kelly. What are you getting after that? Right, and, that's the right question, by and, the way. And I think the overall record is not fair, and I'll tell you why it's not fair. He started out, he's dad, six seasons, two, four, six, six or seven seasons. Started out um, three and nine his first year, four and eight his second year, three and four his third year. Since 2021, eight and four, nine and four, seven and four. So, yes, we could lump all these seasons together and say this is what he's been, but I think the more appropriate one is to say, well, he got off to a really bad start. In his last three seasons, He's winning you eight or nine games. I'm not telling you that Chip Kelly is the solution. I'm not telling you he's the greatest coach in college football. But my question is, if it's not Chip Kelly, what do you got coming next? That's the right question because it's a UCLA question. It's not even a Chip Kelly question. Do you want to continue to pretend you care about this? Then, you know, maybe you go find someone else. Because when they hired Kelly, it was a good hire. It was a good hire. It, it was an exciting hire. It was somebody that felt like, okay, they got the right guy. It hasn't worked out. Like, to your point, he won seven games, eight games. Nine. That's pretty mediocre in the grand scheme of things. Mm -hmm. They're finishing in the middle of the pack in, in, until this year, a bad Pac-12. This year, it's a little different. It's much better. But really hasn't made any noticeable splashes. What, what's the high watermark of this team? Was it Saturday? Maybe, right? There just hasn't Probably, been something yeah. that's super exciting right there. Or do you just kind of lean into the fact that you don't care about football, which they don't. They, you know, they're NI. They, they, it's just they're just not about that. We were talking about it earlier. Like you look at what it's like in the Big Ten and the SEC. You look at the way that Oregon invests in it. Everything. You look at the way that Washington invests in it. You see, it's just not that invested in it. They're invested in basketball like that. So do you just kind of keep it rolling and say, look, we're going to be better than mediocre, but not very good? I think whatever they end up doing, there's not enough noise that there's this unbelievable pressure on UCLA. With USC football, there's pressure. There's yes. real pressure. You feel it. We talk about it. They're writing about it. I think with UCLA, I'll just give you this morning as an example. Were we starting our show saying, man, they got to really figure out this Chip Kelly situation? Of course not. They weren't. So I, I think they're, they're, whatever they end up doing, I don't think it's going to make that much noise. Unless, like you said, Hey, we're in it to win it, and yeah. we're going to go spend every resource that we have to go make we're gonna it happen. We're going to throw NIL at whatever it. Whatever it is, whatever it takes. And I think we know the answer to that. What about Riley? They're 7-7 seven and seven in their last 14 games. They just finished a 7-5 and five season. They're going to go to some 
goofy middle of December yeah, bowl like game. Cheese it bowl. Cheese it bowl. It's going to be one of those really, you know, ones that you probably don't even watch. Mm-hmm. They're going to the Big Ten. I don't think that anybody's having the conversation yet, but I think that for the first time, it's like, hey, what exactly do we have here? Because Caleb Williams just came and went. And we don't have a whole hell of a lot to show for it other than one very cool individual achievement. So they were talking about this on the broadcast during the game. And I don't disagree. You tell me what you think. Who's better positioned coming into the Big Ten? Who's better positioned? USC or Oregon? Oh, Oregon by a mile. USC or Washington? Washington. USC or UCLA? About the same. About the same. I agree with you. That You know what? You can kind of lean both ways. So that means you're leaving a conference. You're going to the Big Ten. You got all these big boys. You got an area of the country where college football is very, very important to them. And out of the four schools that are going to the Pac-12, if you had to rank who's in the best position or you're leaving or the fourth. Pac-12 and going, you're third or fourth. Not a good spot to be in. Now, I don't think Lincoln Riley's going anywhere. I think Lincoln Riley is going to be around and – um, you know, what he does from this point and how he turns around that program this year, the the icing on the cake was not just losing to UCLA and forget the opponent. They got pushed around Again. like they were children. Again, and they're slow. Mm-hmm. Hey, but just think about how bad it was before he got here. 100%. And now time for who's cold. Feel better now. Sean McVay's decision to throw the ball on second down in the fourth quarter. That was like, hey, Pete Carroll, remember that time you threw it and didn't hand it to Marshawn Lynch in the Super Bowl and you yes. lost it? Watch this. Yeah. Hold my beer. That that's what the, that's what that felt like. He's like, lucky it's November nineteenth and it's not a playoff. And, game. and 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 a three and six team, right? Yeah. A three and six team going up against a, a team that at least at this point feels like they're headed the wrong direction as well. Sean McVay is a really good coach. I am still firmly in the camp of a Sean McVay fan. I think that they got the right guy. I think that their future is bright. That was just inexcusably dumb. What What is the – I'm trying to think, because every coach has a moment where, you know, something – you make a decision and all of a sudden you're saying to yourself, you're like, what the hell, what was that coach thinking? I still didn't even understand what the purpose was. Okay, maybe you're just trying to get six and, and let's let's just try to get to the end zone – you gave the Seahawks a chance to win that game by not handing the ball off, and then you're just lucky that Seattle couldn't make it happen. It's a, oh, this will work, right? And, and I get it. it. Confidence and and you know borderline arrogance, it, I think it's very, very useful if you're an athlete, and certainly if you're like, this is going to work, we're going to score a touchdown, then it doesn't even matter. they got to go score a touchdown. I get it, but you also have to have that thing in the back of your brain that says, don't be stupid here. I get that a touchdown puts this thing away, but a field goal with no time left on the clock yeah. also wins the game for us. What is the downside to these two things? What's the downside to running the ball, put it in the middle of the field, let Haversick kick it, and the clock, they, they can't stop it. Another 35 seconds. They just oh, yeah. missed oh, blowing yeah. that game, and it would have been because of that decision. Might have been very, a good very lucky. Might have been. Very, very lucky. <laughs> I think that might have been better strategy. Jason Myers. The Rams. You think? Yeah, I think you so. You think? No doubt. Who's hot? Who's cold? Next Gen, the official AC heat and plumbing company of SoCal sports fans. Call 833-3-N-E-X-G-E-N, 833-3-NEXTGEN, or visit nextgenairandplumbing.com. I, it's funny. I can't wait to see how this whole thing shakes out when they do go to the Big Ten because – I get it. It's going to be good for the bottom line. Yep. It's going to be good for the basketball team and the football team. It's going to be good to be on a on a platform, the Big Ten, that is much more prestigious and accessible 
to people outside of the West Coast. Sure, I, sure, I, sure. I get all of that, that exposure. Yeah. What if you become Indiana? You're just kind of in the middle of the pack. What if you become Minnesota? You're just kind of you don't stink. You're not great. Nebraska, you're just kinda, Wisconsin, yeah, whatever. This, these, yeah. Nebraska's they're they're a little better. Than, yeah, but even Wisconsin is like okay. Wisconsin keeps going to the Rose Bowl pretty regularly. That's they care. That's, they care. They're mm-hmm. invested in it. What if you just show up and all of a sudden you're Maryland? You're just kind of in it, and you're not embarrassing yourself or anything. But you're not Michigan. You're not Oregon, Washington, Ohio State, Penn yep. State. Like I get it. You got a twenty team league now or whatever it is. It's enormous. But there are a bunch of teams in there that care about this as much or more than you do. You expect that from UCLA, that you're not going to have expectations for that program when they get in. And listen, part of the reason why, too, is you're going to have a 12-team playoff now, so that's going to open up more doors and opportunities. But SC, like we just said, it's Oregon and Washington that are walking into the Big Ten with the most – clout as far as what they look like today from that football program they got a long way to go brother let me, let me they have it. a long long way to go you're right there is a 12 team playoff coming and mm-hmm. there will be more seats at the table than there have been under the 14 obviously but into the most optimistic circumstances okay. how many teams out of the big 10 do you expect to get at the a seat at the table the most uh, three right and that seems like it's probably two Three, three. If you take three, if you, let, let's just say three coming from the Big Ten. Okay. Three or four coming from the SEC. Yeah. Okay. okay. There's seven. There's six, seven. The Big let's Twelve say, is going to get one. The okay. ACC is going to get one. Yep. That's nine. You're going to have Notre Dame. They're they're going to try to get in there every yep. single year. You so could basically getting... say ten spots are already taken. Yes. Based on conferences. Okay. And then one or two that's going to an outside. So. If let's say three teams from the Big Ten go, yep. you one of the three best teams. You weren't one of the three best teams in the Pac-12. No, they're not even. That's that's what I'm saying. You're not they one got, of the got, six they best got teams. Such a long way to go to be a part of that real conversation. They have such a listen. This year, I, I I'm gonna go back to Saturday. UCLA made them look like they don't belong in the same class with UCLA. UCLA put up 38 on USC. What did you say the total was in the last three 45. games? 45. 38, no problem. 38, no problem. And just a late score at the end. You're nowhere close. You're going to have Oregon, Washington, Penn State, Michigan, and Ohio State are going to be five that are already in that Big Ten that you're chasing and that feel like are way ahead of you. There are other teams in there that are kind of that middle group too, right? Whether it's like this year, Nebraska's a little bit better. Iowa is in the top twenty-five. Not that these are powerhouses, but, but they're that, better. Imagine than what how you tough have it right is now. to go win over there. No doubt, no doubt. Okay, I have a LeBron James Cooper Cup theory that I want to lay on you. That's coming yeah. up next in the dump. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Next Gen is the official AC Heat and Plumbing Company of SoCal sports fans. That's right, Next Gen. They are the absolute best in the business, and they've got thousands of five-star reviews online to prove it, including. Mine had the guys out. They gave me the full, right, the full 28-point heat and AC safety inspection and tune-up just 44 bucks through November 30th. So that is before you have never seen these prices before, $44 to ensure that your system stays running strong all year long. And if you're dealing with a slow drain, how about a drain cleaning with camera inspection also for just 44 bucks? Here's how you do it. You call 833-3-NEXTGEN. That's 833 833- 
N-E-X-G-E-N, then you can say goodbye to your AC heating or plumbing problems. NextGen includes water, plumbing, heater, and AC safety inspections. Prioritize the safety of your loved ones at home. That's 833-N-E-X-G-E-N or visit nextgenairandplumbing.com to schedule online. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. So I'm sure that we'll spend a little more time on this tomorrow, Al, but uh, before you head off for your Thanksgiving holiday, I want to make sure that you get a chance to hear Brandon Staley because there's, there's a moment that happens. Everything's under control. Right, where the coach knows it's over, and they start to chirp, and they start to fire back because why the hell not? That you, I can't pretend to be calm anymore when there's no reason to be calm, and I think Brandon Staley hit that point last night. So you can stop asking that question. Okay, I'm going to be calling the defenses. Okay, okay, so we're clear. Okay. So you don't have to ask that again. Oh, they'll still ask. They're going to still ask because you keep losing because your defense can't shut down a guy like Jordan Love. Jordan Love had the best day of his life against your defense. That's after the Detroit Lions had one of the best days in the history of that organization. It's been around for, I don't know, 100 years against your defense. After Miami had one of their best days ever against your defense. After the defense that you showed up with that was ranked 17th, that's now gone 27, 27, 28 in the three years that you've had. People will probably still ask the question. You know what they're saying right now in sports talk radio in Green Bay? Literally like, hey, I think we found our guy. (laughs) I know he got off to a slow start. I think we found our guy. What they need is somebody else to say, you took on the Chargers. And listen, to be completely honest with you, I thought the Chargers would handle business yesterday. You thought they would just kind of continue to hover around. They're in the bottom of the AFC West. The Denver Broncos have a better record than the Chargers. The Raiders have a better record than the Chargers. You cannot tell me, go look at those two teams. Look at the talent that's on those teams. Can I throw this out there? Mm -hmm. They have the best talent in the entire division. I know that Patrick Mahomes is the best player. Yep. And, and and Travis Kelsey is maybe, you know, in the top five. But the Chiefs, their talent from first roster spot down to fifty two, I don't think they have better players than the Chargers do. They got talent everywhere. They got <laughs> they, talent they, literally absolutely. everywhere. And Staley, like you said, you know, listen, he's had if I'd have told you, and I think this is the part that's the most confusing about the Chargers. You just wasted a year. I mean, it's not even just the Chargers. We could say the same thing with Lincoln Riley and Alex Grinch, right? It's the same thing. You just literally just wasted a year of Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen and all these guys, all because you knew nothing was going to change, but you just don't want to add a little bit more to your, your bottom line. 
I understand that everything is a business, but you do not have an owner that's willing to do whatever it takes to win. You just don't. Reading some of the players' quotes after that game, it was a lot of, yeah, man, I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what. It was, something's got to change. Just a lot of that, you could feel just the frustration of you got two different – you got an offense, and the offense wasn't great yesterday. They only scored 20 points, but Justin Herbert was really, really good. And bad penalties. Bad penalties. Bad drops. coaching. There's just bad it, – it's just at some point – because Brandon Staley is clearly not a great leader, right? Mm-hmm. They, a, a leader does not do what you saw. Which you can do what he said, but if Mike Tomlin does it, it's a very different thing than if Brandon Staley does it. If Andy Reid had done something like that, it's a little different. You've already proven that you're wildly erratic <laughs> from the moment you got here, and now you're being more erratic when it gets more difficult. They got it's the, a wrap. They got the same record as the Jets. <laughs> and the Jets, you know their scenario. You know their predicament. Yeah. They're in a completely different – they have the same record as the Jets. Does he get to the end of the line? Does he coach all 17 games this season? I say he does. And, I, and I'm and i going to go back to what I said before. Um, and I know they can do things where it's not like they're going to bring in a new coach. I know you just throw an interim in there. But I wouldn't be surprised they played out, especially if there's not really that much to play out. I, I guess maybe There's a scenario. path. It's, yeah. it, but look, why not do it, get rid of him, and see if Kellen Moore's ready for it. And see if anything happens. It, it, why not? Yeah, because not, there, there's they they have seven games left. It's not like it's, you know, there's two games left. Sure. It's hard to – you got seven games. Let's say that those seven games look a lot better than the first t- uh, ten that you've just played. Did you find your guy? Because the, he, he's on the list, right? When you're just looking about the, the guys that you know are going to get head coaching. Kellen Moore is going to get one of these jobs. Why not start to check yeah. it out? I, I because they're, they're the Chargers? Do. Yeah, is, I mean, is that the answer? Well, I, I don't even know if, if that's that's a, a substitution there. I just don't know what the thought process is because nobody thought that was the right coach moving forward, and he's proved in many of these games this year with all the talent that they have that they still can't win. So I don't know what their direction is. Genuinely, I have no idea what their direction is. We were talking about last week Belichick. What if Belichick mm-hmm. became available would he pony up for that? I, maybe he would. Maybe I, I have no idea. Maybe it's the perfect marriage. You know, the, the quarterback's interesting. I just don't know if they want to even pay seven games yeah. of a double rate, right? And he's got what one or two years left after this. That's it's a lot of time for a team that does not want to spend a lot of money. Yeah. You ready for my LeBron and Cooper Cup uh, theory? Yeah. Cooper Cup is still the guy that Matthew Stafford looks to first. Much like when the Lakers need something, they look to LeBron, right? That when Cooper Cup finally came off the field yesterday, he hurt his ankle on the 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 last drive of the first half. The offense started to move a little bit. The, they, you, you, now I have to it throw it to Puka. It was less predictable. I got to throw it to Trammel. Okay, I got. I have to do these things. The second half they played entirely without Cooper Cup, and it wasn't perfect. They still only scored 17 points, but the ball got spread around a lot more. It reminded me as watching it, like when LeBron is out there, he can cover so many different things that you wait for LeBron to bail you out. I think they wait for Cooper Cup to bail him out so often mm. because he's done it so many times before that when you finally did not have him, it seemed to kind of unlock the rest of that offense to a point. Am I crazy? I, I get the I get the concept of it. I think a lot of times, especially Stafford, he's so his his knee jerk reaction is where's Cup. Right, where's Cup? And I'm going to – when you take that away, it's almost like that game, if you're going to use as an example, John, when Lakers played Portland and LeBron wasn't there, right? there's no safety valve. There is right. no emergency break. There you got to no, figure it out. He's not coming to save you. All right, I want to make sure I'm understanding, Trav, what your point is. Mm-hmm. 
if your point is that the Rams are better because they spread the ball around without Cooper Cup, I could not disagree with no, you more. not that. It forces okay. them to use all of the weapons at their disposal. Where then a defense that, also has no idea where the ball when is When Cooper going Cup to. was in the game, Puka Nakua had zero, never mind catches, zero targets. They didn't, right. even, they didn't even throw him the ball. Right. But when he got hurt and he was off, well, bam, touchdown right before the end of the first half. Next half, he's got six catches. He's got 70-some-odd yards. He's, he's a big part of what you're doing. And Tyler Higby gets involved in the offense to a, a smaller degree. But it just kind of – they're better with Cup. If they're going to win games, you have to have Cup. Yeah. But just figure out how to implement everything else you have when Cup is there. Yeah, we'll ask McVay about that this week, but Mason's asked him about that before, like, are you too Cooper Cup reliant? And uh -huh. McVay basically called Mason an idiot. <laughs> well. You know, just saying, if you had Cooper Cup, wouldn't you throw him the ball every chance you get? And Mason's like, yeah, well, okay. he gets 80% of the targets. And Wouldn't yeah. you want to throw Cooper or uh, Puka Nakua the ball as well? Maybe, but, I mean, they went to the Super Bowl and won it with going Cup-heavy, so... Yes, and... I'm a, and I'm a cup, but I'm doesn't you, look like the same he does guy not either. Look like yeah. that same guy. Well, he probably beat up. He's yeah. beat up. Yeah, he dropped a touchdown pass yesterday. There's just this. He he dropped two passes two games ago. It's just he just doesn't look like the same player that he looked like a couple of years ago. You know what we should do, Jorge? A little super crosstalk. Woo 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 woo! All right, so Slee survived the eliminator pool. Oh really? Who'd you take? So I had the Lions. Oh boy, you guys—they put a little scare in you. <laughs> very, Not for him; very, he didn't. Yeah. He wasn't watching. I, I was uh, well, apparently <laughs> Mason's partner Juan yes. also had the Lions. Yes, yeah, both. barely survived it. How many people are left? So after Did one anybody person, go out? one person's out. So there's okay. going to be eight left. Okay, starting tomorrow. I think before when we make they our start picks. talking about splitting the pot it's got to get down to four right yeah i think yeah. that that's what it was last year it but almost took out five there was five that had there, the line is there another one next week that you like have you looked yet no i have not looked yet so yesterday i'm doing rams pregame yeah and I'm, I'm looking at all the scores coming in i knew slee was on the lions in, in the pool and i'm looking at this jared goff throws three interceptions you're like oh my gosh he's gonna lose because goff has a flashback goff, went goff, goff yeah. went goff they scored 16 points in like the last six and a half minutes of the game to, yeah. to, to steal it. And I said to Slee, I'm like, you must have been hanging on the edge of your seat. He goes, well, what happened? Like, he, he didn't even you, watch. If he, this is how you do it. This is how you win the eliminator pool by never even He's having really... any skin in the well, game. Well, I make my pick on Well, Tuesday. I can't imagine. Did Juan go to the game with you, Mace? Yes. Was he monitoring the Lions game, or did he just find out after the we fact? We were monitoring very closely on the oh, Oculus, on the scoreboard uh, there. Digital, what do they call that? The Infinity the, the Board. The Infinity Board, I believe. You can actually see the scores as they came <laughs> down, and Jared Goff somehow pulled that out. So Juan is alive, and Slee was alive. And I think there's only, Slee, did you look, five people left? So eight. Eight people So left. starting tomorrow, uh, one person had the Commanders, and everybody else had either Detroit Boy, the or Commanders look like a safe pick. Oh, my God. Again, well, just... Anybody against Tommy DeVito and the Giants felt yeah. like a oh, safe Tommy pick. Tommy shredded them. I'm, Is... thinking, I'm thinking this week, you know, I still haven't used the Titans. We know how good they are. They're taking on the Carolina Panthers. I don't have many good picks Titans. left, by the way. Titans over the Panthers. Where is that game? In Tennessee. Yeah, I don't hate that That's pick. not bad. The Titans have this late in a survivor not, pool. great, though. There are well, no really the, good But the Panthers have been okay, Jags, really bad. Jags, I still have Jags left. Okay, who are That's they playing? Play. Houston and Houston. No, no way. way. I'm not, no, not no, going no. anywhere near You'll Houston. You'll get C.J. Stroud in. No, what, not he, touching that. I'd almost go Houston. You said you hadn't taken the Eagles yet, right? And Eagles, I still have available. They're, they're as at well. home against the Bills. God, that's a tough game. The Bills have not looked they good all year they long. They haven't, but they're still the Bills. They got Josh Allen. And they got Josh Allen. Slee, have you taken the Rams? 
That's um, what I asked. Too. I have not taken the Rams. I think the Rams are going to win at Arizona. That is that's a that's a tough one too. Call to go that's a, I'm Rams. with you. Well, so far of all the ones you've said, Tennessee would be the how sad is that? Man. That's would the you one. have yeah. even proposed the Rams had Geno Smith not come off the field yesterday? Because probably not. Yeah, no, because I that Drew Locke. You said Drew Locke Here, was you take it. incompetent. He was awful. Yeah, he was incompetent. <laughs> awful. Uh, and I thought it was cool that Geno came back at the end and tried. It gave it a shot. Got him at 55 yards. Apparently, close. that was not Drew Locke's biggest loss in, in life. Now, I've Go yet on. to confirm this. <laughs> oh, okay. Go on. Okay. But I've been told that Drew Locke's college girlfriend was Gracie Hunt, the billionaire heiress oh, of, wow. the Chiefs, of the Chiefs, who looks like a supermodel. And they are no longer dating. But. If you lose that, yeah, any, any, any football game you lose sure. after that. It's, sure. I mean. Oh, yeah. He probably should have done. He probably should have hung on to that maybe, one, Trav. Yeah. starters yeah. and not backups <laughs> in Seattle. Maybe she it had. It all makes you know, sense now. Higher standards. But Can overall, I, yeah. Trav, I would say most fun at the of the year at SoFi State. It was, it oh, was yeah. a really fun, oh, it was, entertaining it was, game. It was a fun game. It wasn't a good game, if that makes sense. Like, it wasn't yeah. particularly well played. No, it wasn't. But it was a yeah. fun but ending. I, again, the Rams did to Seattle what they did the last time. They shut them down in the second half. Seattle only scored a field goal in the second the, half of that the, game. The Rams defense was terrific. Yeah. The Rams defense was terrific in the second half. But I think if Geno Smith stays in the game, even even if he comes back one series sooner, it's they're really one first down away from almost putting that thing away. Three and words. Drew, in the hunt. In the hunt. <laughs> they are in the hunt. Spot. Yeah, they, yeah. That, that, they are right there. In that the screen. NFC. And by the way, no one in the NFC is, you know, other than maybe the Lions, Eagles, and Cowboys is is like a world beater. Right. So the Rams Sanford, absolutely could back the teams in. Yeah, are cha- Niners yeah. too. They're, they're chasing Vikings. the Vikings, the Packers. Yep. And the Seahawks. Those are the three things. The three well, teams ahead of them. And yeah. the Seahawks have the tiebreaker over the Packers. Right. Have the tiebreaker over them. They didn't right. play the Lions this year. What's did the they? Seahawks? No, they do Trav, not. Play. What's the Seahawks' next four games? I the, think you the, said. Se- the Seahawks' next four games are two against San Francisco, Woo! Dallas, and Philly. Yeah, that's tough. Oh so that's that's a one Coming and three stretch Earth. or an zero oh and four stretch, more than likely. Yes, so it you is. Need, and Green Bay kind of stinks. Denver Min- beat Minnesota last Min- night. Needed Min- that. Minnesota has been. They're they're better, but Dobbs that that thing has to strike midnight at some point. What's That's he not a long term solution. Night. Is he right. the spaceman? Is that what they call yeah, him? He's like no, a they call him the astronaut. The astronaut. That's right. He used to <laughs> work like for that. NASA. He's a bright guy. Yes, he is. Mace, can I give you some credit? Yes, which I'm please. Sure you're going to say I, please. Well, I would please love wait a minute. Credit. Stop everything. <laughs> yeah, stop everything. Please, going to give me some credit. <laughs> Pull over in your car yes. right now. All right. What's the price? You were right on Friday when I said SC and UCLA means absolutely nothing. Yes. That the game is literally a waste of time. Yes. You were right about hundred percent right. You said no, there is there is something at stake. Right, but I eventually gave in to you guys it was a meaningless oh, game. No, no, let's <laughs> <laughs> Bergman Mace, argued meaningless the game. The only way yeah. I thought something can come out of this game, which I didn't think was gonna happen, SC got dominated. Oh my god. Absolutely dumb. So the, the one scenario that maybe could potentially play out, yeah. that the only way, look, if SC beats UCLA, not that big of a deal. If no, it would have Let me just say, it would have. It is important to beat UCLA. It is. I don't understand I why they showed up and laid an egg. They were awful. I, I do. There was they no passion. There was no, emo- no emotion. There was no fight. What the hell okay. is going on over there? Stop right there. No passion, no emotion, no fight. Rivalry game, crosstown rival, all these things. Yep. And if you show up like that, whose fault is that? Your coach. Riley. Damn right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So They didn't play for him, what, that's for sure. That's what I'm saying. And 
nothing looked good in that game. Nothing. At the end of a terrible season, you delivered arguably your worst performance. Absolutely. And that's on the coach. And yeah, that's on the that's coach. That's 100% on the coach. You know who it's not? It's not on Caleb Williams, who actually threw for How would for you know? More, he didn't say anything after. for more yards this year than he did last year. Actually had a very good year. Got boat raced in every single game, but he kept them in those games. He So Riley, at the end of the day, did a thing that I was not expecting after the way that the first year went. He did a... But was you guys not know how bad Chip Chip uh, Helton was or Clay Helton Clay was? Helton. That this was a well. Don't forget how bad it was before I got here. Quote. He he and it's stuck, like wait, he snuck what? that in there in part so of I, his post game. I missed this. We could we have it here. Thing. Want to take so a listen to it? what? That, that's the wrong one. So what he yeah. said was, I'm going to pull it up. I'm going to read okay. it exactly. But cool. what he said was, hey, look, this is an uphill climb. It's not smooth. It's up and down. It's jagged. The the, the hard path is never the easy path. And you want to make you know bop 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 all these other things. But at the very end. He threw in a, don't forget how it was before I got here. Which, just, wh- why are we doing that now? Because you got He's off to a this great start. Quotes. You got off to a, a season last year Six that I don't talking about. Well, no, 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 go no, back no, to last year. Last year, despite the Tulane loss in the bowl, that was a good year. You won a Heisman Trophy. You, you got played to in the, the Pac-12 Pac- championship absolutely. game. Your quarterback gets dinged in the time. The ball game's stupid anyway. Since then, it's been an absolute disaster. Yep. Seven and, and and he's saying five. seven and don't seven. Forget, se- oh, seven, seven and seven. That's right. Yeah, seven, seven, seven and seven in his last fourteen games. Right, right. At some point, it's it's on him. At some point, oh, you can't all- just say it's all oh, the defense is bad, the coordinator's bad. They've been bad for a while now. It is one hundred percent on him, and yet I still think that Lincoln Riley is the right guy for the job. I'll I'll try to make that I'm, case I'm, today. I'm, no, I'm okay with I that. Mean, I mean, honestly, it it is a bad year. He's also we forget he's a twenty or thirty nine year old guy something like that, about forty yeah yeah right exactly about forty um he's coached for a few years now I think he's going to get better he obviously learned you got to cut ties with uh, your friends if they're not performing I always thought it was stupid I always thought the defense would be worse after firing Alex Green I think you make a case it is the road to the top is jagged it's going to take different twists and turns especially coming from where this was. Yeah, that's his way of saying like this you're was lucky a mess to have me. Yeah. I, exactly. Right. It's true. I would not be shocked if Lincoln Riley tries to follow Caleb Williams to the NFL. Oh, he's who wants who him in the want NFL? Him in the NFL? Who wants him in the NFL? Because in the NFL, he can't even coach in college. As Sean McVay will tell you, coaches just turn the defense over to the defensive coordinator. You know, so if you've got a good defensive coordinator, Lincoln Riley's good on offense. See, I've, but I've only seen him with one quarterback. No, you've I, seen him with no. you've seen him with Kyler Caleb Murray. And, you've seen him with oh, Baker Kyler Mayfield. Right, right. You've seen Jalen Hurts. Yeah, Jalen right, Hurts. Right. I yeah. mean, you've seen him with. He's had three Heisman Trophy winners. I, yeah, I and cannot Jaylen imagine Hurts. that the Chicago Bears are going to look at him and say, "There's our next head coach." Look, it, well, look a, at the way that team but, played but, for him but in May the last six, game of the year. Six, yeah, six weeks ago, six weeks ago, it wasn't a crazy conversation. It wasn't that that the conversation rolled over. No, no, this is as. It's as bad of a scenario as you could have thought of with USC. It really is, especially the icing on the cake against UCLA. But a month and a half ago, talking about Lincoln Riley in the NFL was not a crazy conversation. Obviously, that narrative has changed. John, did Chip Kelly save his job with that game? I'm afraid the answer to that might be yes. (laughs) And I'm I'm bummed out about it because he's now 34 and 33 as the head coach at UCLA. He doesn't recruit five stars. He doesn't help with NIL. He mm. doesn't glad hand with the alumni. Um, if this is what you want, an occasional big win, then 
Go ahead and bring him back. Well, you know, and I fear they are going to bring him back. It was Casey Wasserman who came out on Friday and said, this is our guy. That's and right. he has more, and Casey Casey's has more got power than dough. anybody. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Jarman came out and said over the weekend, completely, the reports Just were completely inaccurate. 30,000-foot question. I know UCLA cares about basketball and cares about it deeply. Right. I know that they, they want to win national championships in men's basketball. Right. Do they care about football in any way, shape, or form similarly about the football team? It's or is it easy, just, let's just be good enough? It's easy to say the answer to that is, of course we do. Doesn't but judge like them by their actions. Right. Okay? Judge them by their actions. They've got a coach that is 34 and 33 who doesn't glad hand with the alumni, doesn't help with NIL, doesn't recruit five stars, just kind of co- – I mean, it is what it is. So if what you want every year is eight and four, go to a bowl game, win it occasionally. That is great for UCLA. Eight and four with the bowl game is great. I think, that's what 20, they, I think that's what they say if behind they beat, closed doors. If they right. beat Cal, he'll be 25 and 12 over the last three years. Yeah, I was going to say, Mace, the, the, the problem with a 34 and 33 record is his first three years, three and nine, four and eight, three and four. Right. Then he Since then, it. he's got those eight nines and probably going to get another eight, another eight this, this year, year yeah, four. Cal. But, yeah. but that's a difference I think John that's the question he's asking boring but, but let, let, let's it's, forget it's, let's forget style it's good defense Trav let's is. forget style I think that's the question if eight and four is okay that's a big difference than if USC goes eight and four that's true that one it's okay and one that it's not I think that's the question that Although you're asking I think is, John's pointing out that with you at least you and I know Bergman you guys are not Chip Kelly guys no uh, but I think that's what we've got. And I, I will say this, that after the game, I thought Chip was great. I thought that, you know, he, he, he sought out Caleb Williams, walked up to him, told him, hey, man, you're the best quarterback we played all year. You're going to be great in the NFL. He teared up when he was talking about Latu as defensive lineman, who is, you know, probably going in the first round in the first NFL round, draft. Top 10 for sure. Um, and, I mean, I think his care factor is improving. But Chip's just not going to be that guy that walks in. It's just not who he room. is. Well, he's not a rah-rah guy. He's, he's not a gregarious guy. He's kind of guy. a peculiar guy. He's yeah. just that's just who he he's is. He's an odd dude. He's, he's always a, been he's an odd dude. He's kind of Bill Belichick without the Super Bowl rings. Well, yeah. he's, his resume, if Oregon, his resume was exemplary. Really yeah. Since then, it's a, really it's a lot of either oh, bad yeah. or mid. There's not a lot of even halfway decent along the way. Very quickly, John, the guy that took the half-court shot last night. Yeah. Is he, is he all How's right? He Do we have any updates? Right. So is after the, the game, list? I went to Ray, the, the host, the arena host, the guy hosted the Mandy, sure. who now is doing this for the Lakers. And I said, did that guy tear his Achilles? And he goes, that's what we all thought. But he stayed for the game, and he started to walk a little better. So we think he just wrecked it. Um, but we all thought. He's walk. That's not a sprained ankle. That's no. that's he's walking yeah. like a guy who just tore his Achilles. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I I did ask the Lakers. I said, does the person who shoots that shot sign a waiver? Oh, that's a good. And question. He, they said every single. One. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. So There's you no way. you cannot hold the Lakers or crypto uh, responsible yeah. if yeah. you do tear your Achilles. So is that guy likely? DNP leg tomorrow night? So it's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the weird thing. DNP so ego. You get a half-court shot ego. to win the MGM uh, Grand Big Shot Jackpot. Right. Yep. And then if you miss that, you Take get a, a three, a three yep. to win a lesser prize. 
He was so bad he couldn't take the three. <laughs> couldn't even take the three. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the late, um, he's going to be reevaluated in two weeks. Reevaluate. Okay, yeah. good. That's I, the number. When, when I, I saw it and he went down, I thought it was like, oh, I missed, so I'll pretend that my back hurts or yeah. something like no, that. No, no, no. And then when Ray went over there, I'm like, all right, you got to come out. You could tell the guy couldn't even move. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah that's when it's like, one. oh, he's actually, he's down for the count. Well, glad he's okay. Yep. And uh, did. So nobody took the three? Is this like Correct. a the situation? Three, like- the three is like the backup prize. You shoot the, the big shot for the big prize. Yeah, but and like you if you a- swing a bat on and it's strike two, and yeah. you can't, they put someone else in there, you get in yeah. there with an 0-2 count. Yeah, I don't think you can no, pinch they, hit they during started, the big shot game. They started the fourth quarter. Okay, yeah. <laughs> they just, eh, we're done, move on and, to the and next one. the timing of it has to go right, too. Like you have like one minute to yeah. get that done, so you can't really get another play, get another guy and bring him out there wouldn't work super cross talks brought to you by in and out burger in and out that's what a hamburger is all about we'll see you tomorrow